What up, what up, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another brand new episode of the award-winning, worldwide, famous, Behind the Baller podcast, live from New York City. My name is Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. I am your host of the BTB podcast. Some of you know me as the Korean John Cusack. Some of you know me as the Korean Liam Neeson. But most of you know me as the Washed Lord. Check it out, y'all. Since the Dust Brothers are still out in Hawaii for Miles' bachelor party, living their best lives, this will not be a long episode, but it will definitely be a banger. Man, I haven't had 30 minutes to relax and just enjoy taking a shit even since I touched down in the city. Right? But I've been doing nothing but grinding, networking, and all that good shit, okay? It's been 13 months since I've last been here, and I've missed this city a lot. So, yo, let's get started with this brand new, high-definition episode of BTB. Miles, Jordan, Lakey, let's motherfucking go. So, yeah, New York City is, uh, you know, I don't want to say it's back and, you know, be too premature with that shit, with that term, but it's, it's, it's getting back. Okay. It's, it's, there's a lot of vaccinated people out here. Okay. And, uh, by the way, we just got legalized here. And I think a lot of you motherfuckers don't realize that that happened because Andrew Cuomo, um, you know, killed 15,000 elderly people or, you know, 15,000 people got killed and. He didn't really make us think about it. It was just fucked up situations. And every time he gets like a new allegation, he lets like 5% more indoor dining happen and everything else. But look, a lot of vaccines have been given out. Look, indoor dining is back in New York City. Bars are open in certain areas. The streets are semi-packed. I had Korean barbecue inside at fucking Pekchong and that shit was lit as a motherfucker. But yo, before we talk all about this New York City shit, look, I got to stop everything and talk about this shit fuck cock in the booty ass triller fight event you know what triller fact actually follows me on instagram and they got to get unfollowed now all right so listen guys i've been watching boxing fights and concerts on tv since the late 70s all right what happened on saturday night had to be the absolute worst fucking event I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. Even Geraldo Rivera opening Scarface's uh, fucking mine or fucking safe was not, this was fucking bad, okay? The production of the show was cringe, sound was awful, overall everything was shit, right? Okay, there was zero energy from every single fucking artist that performed. It was just like, it was like, what the fuck? Like, act like you're shooting a fucking music video or so. Act like you care, right? Like the Black Keys, Sweetie, fucking Doja Cat, who gives a fuck about that bitch. Even Ice Cube. Bro, Cube, come on, man. You're better than this, man. You're, you're rich as fuck. Like, what bag could they have given you to do this trash-ass show? 
Like, you don't need, you ain't going to do this to, to be relevant because you ain't been outside. That's just silly as fuck, okay? I know my boy Justin Bieber made way over, probably made $2 million just to perform, but come on, dog. This was so fucking bad. I, I can't even, like, I can't rack my mind. I thought and thought, and I can't even come close to think of a show that I've witnessed that, that was worse than this. Okay, this was the, and it was a fight night. I can't think of a fight in my, in the worst times when, you know, Tyson couldn't catch a break and all this other bullshit. Just, just the bullshit of the bullshit fights. This was the worst. It was God awful. All right. The undercard fights sucked. Like I'm watching fights and I ain't paying attention. Like, okay, what's going on? Boom. Then I actually pay attention because I thought they'd have some other fights and I see my old artist Okay, this was at one point, this kid had a number one song on the radio in L.A. He was in a group called Caution with a K. They were, they had a fucking, they had some hits, you know what I'm saying? They were, I like their album, man. This dude, Gonzo, who was signed, I signed him to a solo deal at Priority Records, fought Bosco. Bosco 100 is a dude, a blood rapper slash rapper from L.A. He is like famous for getting into beef with, with um, um, this one dude who ended up dying. I don't want to mention his name. And he had some beef with game or some shit. And look, man, Gonzo got into it. They got into a They fought and it was just, it was fucking bad, man. And I love Gonzo, man. And I fuck with Bosco. It just was like, come on, bro. What the fuck? Like, it was just, it was just bad. Okay. The only semi good thing about the entire show was my boy Crime Faces. You know what I'm saying? Like, what hood is this? That dude, like, he was doing some of the commentating, but like, they didn't let him rock. You know what I'm saying? They didn't let him do his full thing, you know? And like, Pete Davidson was saying the shit, but you know, he's not like, I don't fuck with Pete like that, man. That shit was whatever, bro. I don't really fuck with dude. But, you know, Snoop was okay and everything. It was cool to see him talk, but you know, bro was rocking with Jake way too tough. And like, like, I don't even know, man. Like, you know, like I've known Snoop a long time and like, now I got to kind of step back and be like, oh, really? For real? Like, I don't know, bro. You know, like, look, check it out. The whole four hour event was long, was fucking brutal. Right, I didn't even pay for it, and it was brutal. I couldn't imagine if I paid for it. I didn't bet on the fight. I got in too late. I'm supposed to put that my bucky bet in, right? And you know, I fuck with my bookie. I got 17 bands on my account sitting there that I haven't cashed out in forever. Um, by the way, if you are going to go to mybookie.ag, make sure you check out uh, and use my promo code Ben Baller. If it is your first time, they will match your first deposit. By 50%. So if you put in a thousand bucks, they will give you $500. It's free money. You can't lose. Anyways, I didn't bet. Should have. Okay. And I would have lost and I wouldn't have cared. It just was painful. That shit was brutally painful to watch. All right. And to watch all the bullshit fights before and the fucking terrible performances, just all that shit leading up like three hours and 45 minutes, three hours and 55 minutes to watch a rigged, fixed, Main event fight. Like, it, not even the, the, was the rig so underwhelming. The whole thing was underwhelming. It fucking sucked. Okay? All right? It was fucking depressing. Like, I was legitimately disgusted. I felt sick. I was so fucking angry. Like, this is bullshit, okay? Now, Jake Paul, don't get me wrong. He's a strong kid, right? Regardless of whatever I think about, dude, he's a strong guy. He's doing the proper training. He's a decent boxer, Okay? But he hasn't fought a real boxer yet, 
Okay, if you put him up against a low key no name five and old Golden Glove like a real professional boxer, he will get taken out. I'm not saying on some hater shit, just bullshit, just joke. Like you know, and it's like, dude, find somebody who you know you you could right. I mean, you you you're strong. You know, he said some shit about CTE, brought up his his dead homie and no his homie died. But I'm just saying, like, bro, everyone got issues, man. Like again, okay, he's not a weak guy, and Ben Askren is not a weak dude. He's a professional UFC fighter, but he came and weighed in. 20 fucking pounds heavier than he did at his last UFC fight, okay? He came in 1,000% looking like a bear brick 1,000%. This motherfucker had a dad bod like me. I was like, come on, bro. Like, what the fuck, man? Why all the shenanigans, okay? In fact, I watched Ben Astrid's last fight, right, just to watch it. This dude took 20 full punches to the face, to the body, everything. From a legit dude, he's taking body shots, hit shot, boom, getting hit hard as fuck. To the face body, I'm talking fucking open hand, boom, and the shit didn't even phase him. He came back and won the fucking fight, okay? So you're going to tell me, he t- I'm not saying Jake, don't hit hard, I'm just saying, you're going to tell me, with this dude's strong jaw, he's going to take one hit from Jake Paul and all of a sudden get Linguini legs? Man, the fight was so rigged and so fake like, even the referee was fake, right? Watching, the worst part about it was watching Ben Askren walk back through the tunnel to the locker room with a smile from ear to ear, and his fucking, even his fucking wife was smiling, right? Like, I'm talking about, I'm talking about like, like, they just got married smiling because they just got paid off. You already know, it's everything. Oh, shouldn't assume anything. Shut the fuck up. That shit made me sick, okay? They made us wait that long and, you know, Triller, they probably thought this was going to be a dope fight. Like, oh, this shit's going to be amazing. We have all these fucking people. And everyone agreed to do it because it's like, fuck it. They're greedy to take the bag. And it was fucking Basura. Okay? What they should have done is had two fucking groups. Okay? Maybe like Sweetie and then maybe Justin Bieber. And like, that's literally about it. Okay? Or whatever. They didn't need to have fucking seven, eight. It was stupid. They should have had his two acts doing music, and they should have had, at max, they should have had three undercards and then get to the fight. This shit could have been cool. They'd have did it, boom. But then that fucking main event was just some bullshit, right? They did all that extra shit. They made people wait until midnight Eastern time to fight. It was even fucking later than that, right? I was like, what the fuck? Again, I was sick to my stomach. This shit fucked me up. Honestly, people should boycott Triller. That's how fucking trash that app is, how bullshit this fight was, how bullshit their fucking Triller fight night bullshit crap fucking dick in the booty like I said ass bullshit, okay? I'm fucking still upset about it when I think about it. Look, very little makes me this upset, all right? In fact, you know what? All right, look, I'm going to take a break. I can't even think straight. Yo, Miles, man, look, I'm sorry, man. Look, let me get my shit together, and we're going to come right back after these Lakey-inspired beats. Yo, yo. All right, I've had a little Pokari sweat. By the way, I found this little shop um, in uh, in Midtown that has Pokari sweat. 
uh shout out to sunrise market they got all this they got ucc coffee and everything i was fucking i couldn't believe i didn't find them until like three four days of my trip but yo has some bakari sweat i'm back okay now okay look new york is on its way back to normal for real it felt good as fuck to smell the air grab a slice of fucking new york pizza have my pret coffee every morning you know walk the streets I fucking walk miles and miles. I walk from fucking 23rd to motherfucking 59th. I walk from 59th to 47th down to Bryant Park. I was, I just loved it. Okay. Had meetings uptown, was shopping downtown, um, sat down with fucking tops. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got this Captain Morgan project. I can't wait to tell you guys about that involves a sport. I have not been endorsed by yet. Pretty dope. Uh, interviewed Big Daddy Kane while I was here. Uh, also interviewed a big TikToker who has a ton of insight into business and the business aspect of TikTok itself and social media. And, um, you know, I got to visit some old friends. I got to see some family. I mean, I like I said, I didn't really have much time to myself, which is cool. I didn't come here to relax. But um, I even got to have indoor dining at three legit restaurants three times. Okay. I can't even, I can't even lie. That shit was lit. All right. One of those times with, with my nieces, you know, as you know, um, one of my nieces at Vassar, that's upstate New York. Then one of my other nieces at Columbia. Um, and it was just fucking crazy. Cause you know, like I was there the day they were born and you know, the little babies and now they're in college, they're all grown up and it just made me kind of sad, you know, like, damn, like they're out, like taking Uber and taking a subway train and shit and just out and about and grown up and just. They've lived a really semi-sheltered life, lived very, very good life. They, my sister's an incredible mom. You know, they're raised really well. And it's just, I just feel like I miss so much, like, in the between and just me trying to figure out my life. And, like, now they're in New York City, you know, in college, flourishing, having fun, not, you know, staying out of trouble, just good girls, just really savvy and smart. And just, it just was, it was so good to see my little niece. I love them so much. It's crazy. Um... Of course, I got to connect with my boy Kevin, you know, uh, Bathing Ape, Bape. I got some new shit at their brand new Madison Avenue store. In fact, at this moment of this of this podcast, that is the only Bape store that they have. So just so you guys know, they're on 57th and, um, and 5th Ave right there, a uh, brand new Bape store. They are opening a new Soho store, uh, I think by Off Mercer or some shit. But, yo, that is the only Bape store. Check them out. Got to connect with my boy Steven Victor. You know, Stephen Victor, CEO of Victor Victor Entertainment. Um, he is the guy who signed Pop Smoke, pretty much puts Pop Smoke on. And, uh, you know, he's a super crazy entrepreneur. He uh, is actually putting out Nego's album. Speaking of Bape, right? Nego's from Human Made. Uh, he doesn't want to be, he doesn't want to think about Bape no more, even though that was his legacy. It's all good. But yeah, Nego's doing an album. Heard the album is going to be kind of dope. Uh, Stephen Victor is actually a low-key fucking amazing dude. Right? He used to manage Tiger. That's how I, you know, I kind of became close to him. But he's always managed Pusha T. So, you know, me and Pusha were tight for a little bit. And, um, you know, he was an executive for a long time at Universal Records. I think he might still be a Universal executive. But he has his own label. Okay. And, uh, you know, I was like, I had a little time to kill. He swooped me up. Steven's a big car dude. You know, got a couple of Rari's. Got an SF90 coming. He's got some GT2 RS's here and there. And he always hits me up about cars because, you know, he knows I know what time it is. But he swooped me up. We decided to hit 57th. You know, all this shit. I'm seeing fucking Lambos and McLarens. I'm like, when the fuck did people start driving exotics on 57? Like, it was crazy, right? Pulled up by Bergdorf's. And we walked into Tiffany & Co. 
where they have an exclusive section of Patek Philippe, okay? And if you don't know, and you're not knowing what's going on with Tiffany & Co., Brandon, Patek Philippe's, um, then you need to get familiar, okay? Even for those of you here who are young, and this is way above your pay grade, just trust me. Get familiar, you know what I'm saying? Throw some goals out there. You know, you're looking for a Rolex, okay, cool, aim higher, all right? A simple, like, $20,000, $25,000 paddock watch with a Tiffany & Co. stamp on it, all right? All of a sudden is a hundred thousand on the resale. So if you got some other shit, like you got a fifty-seven eleven, like a green dial, that that new olive dial that just dropped, and it got a Tiffany and Co. That's like a forty, forty-five thousand dollar watch. That bitch is three hundred fifty bands. If you got that Tiffany and Co. stamp, it is no joke. There are hundreds of thousands of people trying to get that watch. But look, to be honest, the people who rock PP are on some grown man shit. I always told myself, yo, I'm not, it's not really my swag. When I turn 40 years old, I'll get my first paddock. And sure enough, when I turned 40, I did. And look, most people who rock paddock don't rock Rolex, you know, except John Mayer, it's a different type of thing. He rocks different type of Rolexes. So look, if you really want to get into horology, then study up, study PP. You know, when I turn 50, I'm going to buy my first Vacheron, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, I've kind of like retired the Rolex. I don't really... There's like one or two I kind of kind of have around, but it's like, nah, it's just not really my thing. But yo, I got some things. I'm going to start popping with Steven Victor. Solid dude. And uh, it was, was dope to hang out with him and catch up, get some time. Uh, right about now, I got to shout out the Halal guys. Yes, the famous Halal guys. You know, for those who aren't from New York City, you have to understand. Halal guys were the OGs that were making Halal food on the corner the motherfucking what, 53rd and 6th Ave, that OG cart, a little small little cart. They provided me my first meal here in the city, okay? That motherfucking chicken hit different, that rice and extra white sauce. Uh, yo, again, that OG cart right there on the corner, 53rd and 6th, that little cart turned into a legitimate global franchise that shit is all over the fucking place all over Ella here and there became famous and I remember been eating there since the 90s okay how can you hate on that that's the motherfucking American dream y'all okay that's one reason that I why I had to get into Andrew Yang's ass no pause okay he made that comment about we need to get rid of the cart businesses in New York City and all these hot dog stands and things and everything and support the brick and mortar and the people who are struggling and trying to pay rent. Like, no, bro, you sound stupid as fuck, dog. And get rid of the fucking carts. Like, fuck is you talking about, homie? That is what the fuck New York City is about, homie. Okay? Uh, shout out to my boy Popeye uh, and my Dave and Buster's family. While most of you, uh, you may know, may not know, most Dave and Buster's across the USA are still closed. Okay? And the Times Square location in NYC was open. And it has been 14 months since I've got to go to a fucking day in buses. Y'all know how much I love Speed of Light and all that stuff. And they gave me, look, I hit the, the New York City location. You know, they're taking temperatures and all that shit. They're supposedly supposed to be at like maybe 50% capacity. It was kind of packed in that motherfucker. But yo, I hit, I hit up my boy Popeye. Yo, they brought the red carpet out for your boy. Carte Blanche, the whole nine. Look, playing Star Trek, getting my racking my points up, speed of light, you know, playing all kinds of shit. I posted a TikTok video and an Instagram story of my, my time there. Obviously, I always post shit when I'm already gone. Took a bunch of pictures with fans and stuff and everything else. And the video got like over 175,000 views of my story. Which I don't know if it was because of Doge and 
what's going on this weekend, but y'all got a lot of views on my story, okay, got a lot of DMs, okay, and um, people ask me, oh shit, when did Dan Buster's open, you know, like, hey, what location you at, you know, blah, blah, whatever, I didn't geotag where I was, I just added Dave and Buster's, right, look, I don't know what the fuck was happening, because I was a Friday night, and I just go there, spent two hours there, but I tried to go back Saturday night, before that bitch-ass trailer fight, and as soon as I got past Broadway, you know, I see Madame Tussauds, right? And I see like the fucking Applebee sign. I said, okay, DMB's right here. There was a 1,000 person line from their entrance all the way around the block, like worse than a Supreme Dunk release or a Yeezy release. It was fucking crazy. All the way down 8th Ave, Raleigh went down again to fucking 41st. Maybe it was crazy. Okay, it was a shit show. I didn't even bother walking in. I was like, man, fuck this shit. And, um, you know, I'm walking out my security and I'm walking through the, all, all through the streets in New York, right? I told you I walked miles and miles of security, right? And every time I walk through the block during the daytime, there is at least one person per block that's like, you know, st- does he show love? They're like, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Well, hey, this Ben Baller to me to pick or whatever. Or they just say what's up out the car or something. And I'm like, yo, I got a mask on. I have a fucking hood over my head. Like, how the fuck do you recognize me? One time I was wearing a BB hat and that's different because you can see the BB logo, whatever, boom. But like, Sometimes it's just too much. Like, you know, like y'all don't get it. Like if I'm sitting eating or something, you know, boom, and I got food in my mouth, my hands are all greasy and shit. Like I, I just, you know, it's just like show some respect, you know, like it's it's cool. And, and I'm and I'm grateful, but at the same time, like, bro, go hit up a real celebrity, you know, like fuck is like I'm a regular dude, you know. It's like once you pull up to me and you walk up to me before saying hi or anything and you break out your phone and you're filming me, like, come on, dog. Like, you know, I'm good, bro. Once you start shooting video. And you talking, oh, yeah, yo, it's my dog. Like, bro, I'm cool, man. And I just, because I'm out here walking, tired and everything, out of breath, I'm out of shape. Like, some dude pulled up to me on the corner of 42nd and uh, and 6th Ave. And he was in a car, pulls up, blasting Plain Jane, right? You know, Ferg is the name. And it was just like, boom. And he started putting his phone out. And I was like, yeah, I act like I didn't hear a dude. He probably might be a fan. Like, oh, shit, you did see me. I dipped around the corner and just fucking, like, I, I broke out. And I was like, come on, man. Like, you just stop it, man. But anyways, as always, I had to visit my boy, Greg Yuna. Went down 47th, you know, dapped hands with a couple people. I can't really rock with everybody on 47th. But, you know, said, what's up to Greg? Greg's my dude. Show some love. And while I was there for, uh, you know, just randomly by, by chance, um, Vashti, who's a, a big girl in the culture, she's streetwear and everything, you know, and um, I've seen posts and we have a lot of real close mutual friends, we're running the same circles, we're not even a degree of separation away from each other, we're like right there, just everything, she's a DJ, you know, she pulls, she does dope parties and she's been in the, cult, she's been in the scene for a long time and it's crazy, she's a legend, we run into each other at Greg's shop, we've never met and after 20 years, we just randomly meet each other at Greg's shit. She showed crazy love, real cool to connect to her. You know, to, just to connect with her organically was dope and show love and respect to each other. Yo, Vashti, if someone that you know is listening to this, let her know. Yo, that was love. That was dope. And I appreciate you showing love on your, on your gram and everything. Also, um, on Friday night, I decided uh, to buy a movie. I was tired. I was like, like weird, but it was like, you know, let, 1.30 at night ain't even late in LA, right? It's like, it's 10.30. So, you know, I decided to um, buy a movie on Amazon Prime called Nobody, right? It's brand new. It's like early access, supposed to be the same day as theaters, boom, whatever. And it's this movie about this washed up old white dude 
who's a family man, lives in the suburbs, works in the city or some shit, and his house gets robbed. It's a home invasion. And he regrets not going after. He had a clear shot to fuck these people up, doesn't. And his son and his family look at him like a little different because he didn't go ham on the intruders. So then he regrets it. He turns into a Charlie Bronson-style vigilante, but he has like some weird past. And that shit just lost me, bro. Like that shit was like, I was like, bro, I spent 20 bucks on this shit on a rental. Like, man, it was, it was just, I don't know, man. But there are cameos in the movie from Christopher Lloyd. He actually saved the movie. You know, that's, AKA, that's Doc from Back to the Future, right? He's also in Taxi, the, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. And the RZA from Wu-Tang Clan was in it. And he low-key saved the movie. But look, I do not recommend watch this movie at all whatsoever. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your money, okay? But the funny thing is, as shitty as this movie was, it was still one million fucking billion percent better than that bitch-ass motherfucking thriller fucking fight night shit, Okay? Now, yesterday, Sunday, I got to connect with some of my old people I haven't seen in a while. Um, I had a meeting with Tops, you know, Tops baseball executives, and we had to go over our future at Tops. You already know uh, Project 2020, got Project 70, and, you know, I got, can't wait to, for you guys to see my crop, my um, Chrome, my Tops Chrome 2021 BBDTC edition. This is the second series. Second time, this is going to be crazy. I can't wait to meet some of you guys at the National. That is going to be a fucking zoo. As you know, I have my own booth at the National. It's going to be tied in with the Tops booth. I don't know if it's going to be inside or right there in front, but I do have my booth. I cannot wait for you guys to see that shit. For everyone listening to this podcast in real time, you know my shit drops at 12 o'clock noon LA time, 3 p.m. East Coast time. If you are listening to this in real time, that means you have just about 30 minutes to grab my Ichiro card that is dedicated in memory of my cousin Rex, okay? It is only available for another 30 minutes or so, whatever it is, you're listening in real time, and the giveaway for this card is the best one so far. I am giving away 2,500 hundred doge coins okay and all you got to do is buy one card for all you new listeners who never did this before i've been giving away shit on all my cards okay i gave away a trip to la last you know last card and you know um that person's come to la next month and look this right here could potentially be twenty five hundred dollars or a little bit less you already know doge is not fucking around all you gotta do is buy one card if you buy more than one card your chances are better because you get another entry you get an entry for everyone you buy okay i'm going to announce the winner Tomorrow on Doge Day 420. If you don't know, tomorrow is Doge Day 420. So stay tuned to my IG Live and my tweets. If you do buy one, submit your proof of purchase. You know, send a screenshot to Ben Baller. Did the card at gmail.com. Now, speaking of Dogecoin, shit is not a fucking game. Doge Army, strong as fuck. Doge Gang, let me hear you. All right? I feel like the bottom right now is 25 cents. All right? And people thought this was a joke. What, what I don't, what people don't get is, God, look at, understand, Dogecoin is one of the OG crypto coins. A lot of people hear, oh, it's a meme coin. Actually, it's not. It was made as a joke. But remember, this coin was around 2009 before Bitcoin. This is an OG coin. It is easier to mine. This coin was years before Ethereum was made, okay? This is a coin that has also outperformed Bitcoin 
in the seven-year span, okay? Dogecoin has done what a lot of other crypto coins have not and couldn't do, okay? Listen, this coin is going to hit over a dollar, all right? I am almost certain of it. I have a lot of money in Doge. I told you I invested 2500 and I said, fuck it. And I made, you know, at one point when it hit 50 cents, I made 400. That's cool, right? I had the 833,000 coins right there. Boom. Guess what? I bought another 200,000 coins. And guess what? If today that shit drops below like, you know, 26, 27 cents, I might fuck around and buy another two, 300,000 coins, okay? And I'm going to hold on because this is going to hit over $1, all right? So if it goes, fuck it, if it goes below 30 cents, buy the dip, all right? And hold on for dear life, a.k.a. HODL, fuckers. That's what H-O-D-L stands for, okay? Look, there is a fact. Elon Musk is going to, Elon is going to take a literal Dogecoin into space to the moon. This motherfucker's going to put it on a rocket, on a shuttle. I don't fucking know, all right? And you want to know why? Because Dogecoin has taken a life of its own now. Cryptocurrency, if you guys don't know, is all about hype. And the hype on this is on a whole different level. Okay, Doge Gang is not fucking around. I've already told you guys before. Get him before it's too late. It is not too late now. Buying the dip. Doge is truly the people's cryptocurrency. All right. Now, here are some things to listen and think about. I think after Doge hits a dollar, it will tank. Okay. I think it'll go down quite a bit. Maybe go to 15 cents. Maybe go to 20, somewhere around there. But it will slowly slowly come back up and then stabilize again at around a dollar. Remember, there is a massive available amount. That doesn't mean shit. There is a long-term life for this coin. I have done a lot of studying. I've been talking to the founder of Dogecoin, Billy. And look, don't listen to these so-called fuckboy, fake Reddit, Wall Street bets dudes who, yeah, they understand certain things. Guess what? This ain't crypto. And this has done shit that no one's even fucking thought of. Even the best digital currency managers, they don't get it. All right, this past week, this coin has jumped up. Doge jumped up 40 cents in less than three days, okay? Doge gang knows what time it is, okay? Like I said, tomorrow is Doge day, 420. So something crazy could happen. Get the fuck involved right now, all right? I was supposed to leave tomorrow, but I want to be feet on the ground, ready to rock on Doge day in the man cave. So look, Sometime today, I don't know what time it is, but sometime today, the Derek Chauvin verdict is supposed to fucking, you know, be said. And I don't know if they're going to, you know, keep going. If there's a quick verdict, yo, this motherfucker is guilty. If it goes a little longer, I don't know. I just pray that he is guilty. I hope the motherfucking jury does the right thing because I don't want anybody to fuck up my city or I don't want any more motherfucking rioting. This is just a fucking shit show and enough is fucking enough. So I'm just like, damn, you know, I was just kind of thinking, do I want to travel here and there? I just want to get the fuck back home to my family. I miss my kids and everything else. Uh, real quick, my Lakers, they did their thing the other night against Utah Jazz. Yo, last minute, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? But yo, Andre Drummond is doing his thing, man. Fucking, um, what's my boy's name? Yo, fucking Dennis Schroeder was, he was doing, he kind of fucked bad decision at the end. It could have cost us everything, but yo, beat the Utah Jazz. Yeah, they're missing some players. Motherfucker, we're missing some players too, bitch. Okay? Players are going to be interesting. But while I was here, Okay, I was supposed to go to the Knicks game yesterday versus the Pelicans, and it was a fucking amazing game, went into fucking overtime, but I had to record this interview 
with this special guest that I have. It's going to be debuting this Thursday. Fuck it, it's all good. I can't wait to hit a game at Staples. But look, I refuse to sit on any of them fake fucking floor seats. Look, I'd rather wait until we can't. I need my feet touching the floor. I need my feet touching the wood, that real Staples wood. Like, I'm not bullshitting, you know what I'm saying? But yo, guys, that is it, okay? I got to head over to Brooklyn. Going to go see my boy Kaz and go over some business. Yes, Kaz won. Cause one graffiti artist, legend. Yes, cause companions, all the toys, all that shit. Uh, maybe I might discuss about this business on the next episode. Maybe I won't. But in the meanwhile, guys, catch up on old episodes. Catch up on everything. If you haven't heard every episode of BTB, there isn't a better free game podcast in the world. So please continue to tell a friend to tell a friend about BTB. And please subscribe. All right. I love you, BTB Army. God bless. Yo, Lakey Lake, take us out of here, homie.